What's up, everyone? Welcome to What's the Word. What's the Word. Welcome to What's the Word. Uh, put in the comments who, who you are, where you're watching from. We want to know. We want to know who's watching live right now. Yeah. So put in the comments. Let us know who's watching and where you're watching from, which is what I just said. <laughs> twice for absolutely no reason. I think I got the point though. You know, you, you further explained it mm -hmm. and now I understand. Repetition is the motor of learning, I heard said by pastor before. Um, but guys, we want you to help us spread the word, like, share the broadcast, get the word out. Today we are talking about how to win the battle in your mind. And we're talking about the mindset on the flesh versus the mindset on the spirit. And as you saw in the thumbnail, I guess I'm the mindset on the flesh. <laughs> Yep. So, you know, don't follow, <laughs> I was going to say don't follow me, but I'm going to say a lot of things that in the word that I follow. want you to follow, so, you know, I'm not going to open up with that. But guys, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about stinking thinking. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor's been really going through all these different mindsets, and it's actually been a really awesome series. Yeah. Um, put in the comments, which, which uh, stinking thinking mindset stuck, has stuck out to you the most, or yeah. which one challenged you the most? Um, put it in the comments. Uh, I'm really curious to see what y'all are going to say. Mm -hmm. um, but which one stuck out to you the most? Um, I just put you on the spot. <laughs> you did. Um, I really like the arrival mentality because yeah. that's something that, not that I really like it, like it's a great thing, but yeah. understanding it is really, it's really been important to me because mm -hmm. it's something I've fallen for yeah. and then like forgot and mm -hmm. then fallen for again, like yeah. after I fixed it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, I like keeping it um, at the forefront of my mind, like oh, yeah. this is something I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. yeah. It makes life so much simpler that's when true. you fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, I feel like this is a series. We've been going th through it like, what, two weeks now? Yeah. And there's, we're going to be, actually, we're going to be continuing on this week. Pastor's going to yeah. be jumping in uh, tomorrow, uh, continuing this series. So make sure you're here throughout this week. I'm, I'm telling you guys, because we're going to, some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today is really leading into what's been spoken about this week. Like, look, Barrett said arrival mentality. Serena mm -hmm. also said arrival mentality. Yeah. For me, it was my kingdom mentality. And if you haven't watched yeah. these, make sure you go back and watch them because mm -hmm. because it's unraveling these mindsets and that's what we're talking about today is you know yeah. is is having the proper mindset you know how to win the war in your mind mm -hmm. um, but it's having those proper mindsets that actually we don't even understand or recognize I don't think most of the time how our mindsets can be really stripping us from our destiny yeah i can't think of how many problems mm -hmm. i've created in my yeah. life that would have been just fixed had I took mm -hmm. control of my mind. Yeah. Had I taken control of my mind. Yeah. It literally even problems that like mm -hmm. I physically didn't start. Yeah. If I would have taken control of my mind and not mm -hmm. let it continue to like think and stuff, yeah. I would have ended the problem would have been done. Yeah. Well, you think about that's the way the enemy works, mm -hmm. you know. He can't make you do anything, but he can right. influence you in your mind and in your thinking. Right. And cause you to make the mistakes yourself. I mean, that's. Go, let's go way back to the very beginning. You know, that's a very good place to start. Um, you know, go all the way back to the garden. What did the enemy do? He tried to plant a thought in her mm -hmm. mind. You know, yeah. and he started off with something that sounded almost right. You know, um, but well, what he was doing was he was planting a thought into Eve's mind. Did God really say? 
you know, you can't eat any of the fruit, you know. Yeah. I don't know what happened to my voice. <laughs> That's how that the was, devil talks, I guess. Yeah. You got really <laughs> say, you, you can't eat any of the fruit in the garden. That's that's how that's how he sounded, um, but uh, but literally though that's where he began was in yeah. the mind you know if, yeah. and if we allow the enemy to get a foothold into our mind we can allow him we mm-hmm. allow him to mess up our lives but then the comments yeah. if I let the enemy get a foothold in my life I allow mm-hmm. him to mess up my life. But it's, it's a choice. It's a choice. It's not like well what can I do the devil's mm-hmm. planting. Like, the devil's making me think this, you know, mm-hmm. I keep messing up because he keeps yeah. doing this. It's, it's, our, it's our choice yeah. to let that foothold be there or to dismiss the, like, the just wrong thoughts. Yeah, it's like God said, I present before you two decisions, life mm-hmm. and death. Choose life, <laughs> you know, like, please, but, 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 you know, and we're going to be getting into Romans eight, six, where it says, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the mindset on the flesh is death. The, and the mindset on the spirit is life. So it, yeah. he's literally saying your mindset is where you make the choice. Yeah. It's in my thinking that I make the choice between life and death. Put that in the comments. It's in my mind that mm-hmm. I choose life and death. It's yeah. in my thinking where I choose life and death. Uh, hey, Evangelist Mark and Debbie Dunphy are both <gasps> on uh, today. Good to see you guys. Thank you for joining. But it's, it's in my mind that I choose life yeah. and death. It's, it, that's where the choice takes place. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the verses that I actually wanted to start with is 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and we've probably all heard these verses before, but, um, but the Lord kind of gave mm-hmm. this uh, verse to me as I was uh, preparing earlier today. But uh, this is what he said. For, I'm going to start at verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Yeah. So, so the war that we're taking place is we don't fight this with worldly, earthly things. That's basically yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. But he says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. And then he says this, we are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the, the knowledge of God. This is literally what Paul is saying here. All these mindsets, yeah. we're destroying them. All these speculations and all these lofty, what is a lofty thing that's raised up against the knowledge of God? It's any stinking thinking mindset that's Mm -hmm. not actually birthed in the word of God. So so this is literally what we've been doing over these last couple of weeks is we've been destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. And this is what he says. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Yeah. Taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. It's I'm any thought that enters into my mind, I'm going to take a hold of it and I'm going to and I'm going to basically determine is this thought obeying Christ or is it not? And I'm going to take all these thoughts captive and I'm going to make my thoughts obey Christ. Again, it's a yeah. choice. Well, how powerful does that sound? Like we're destroying speculations. Yeah. We're taking captive those against mm-hmm. Christ. Like that sounds like a very physical thing. Like people, mm-hmm. like I feel like when I think about like serving God, I'm like, I would like love to like fight like Narnia or something yeah. like destroy the enemies mm-hmm. of God, like a very physical thing. Yeah. But this is just as powerful, if yeah. not more. This is mm-hmm. almost more powerful. Yeah. It probably is. It's so powerful, and yet 
it's something as small as what we think is our yeah. just our daily thoughts of mm -hmm. I I thought this but it doesn't really matter because I didn't say it or yeah. you know I didn't actually do what I was thinking or mm -hmm. stuff like that it's not yeah. small yeah well what does the Bible say in Proverbs it says as a man thinks in his heart mm -hmm. so is he yeah. so what, what's what's that literally saying what your th where my mind is set is where what I'll become so it's yeah. not just, oh, well, you know, I thought I was just thinking about it, but I didn't really do anything about it. No, but if we, if we, if we make the decision to continuously think in a certain direction, mm -hmm. you know, if our mind is set in a specific way, that's where our outcome comes. Mm -hmm. It is. So if I keep thinking one direction, even though I might not be acting on it in the, in the natural at that moment, yeah. eventually I'm going to turn into that direction. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like whenever, you know, a kid is learning how to ride a bike. You know, and, the, and if you say to the kid, hey, don't hit that tree, and all of a sudden all the kid's doing is focusing on that tree, what, what's going to happen? They're He's going to hit, hit the, the tree, tree. because his focus is on the tree. Right. I mean, have you ever, you've probably heard a bunch of people, say, like, growing up, I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm not going to be like my parents. And what mm -hmm. happens? They end up being just like their parents because their mm -hmm. focus is on not, you know, I'm not going to be on like this. them. They're, they're, yeah. All their thinking is on their parents now, and that's kind of what happens. Yeah. Actually, um, uh, it, it's important for us to recognize that what we focus on, that's the direction that we go. You yeah. Know? Uh, like if, you, if, if I'm ever driving down the street and I look over my shoulder, you know, like I'm supposed to look over my shoulder to make sure there's, if I'm changing lanes. But if I'm yeah. like looking in a certain direction, I'll look back and then I, I notice I'm already veering off into the, into right. the, the direction that I'm looking. Yeah. And, and so it's important for us to recognize uh, Marky says, when you try not to say orange. <laughs> Don't say orange. It's not it's orange. It's not orange. Yeah, that's a per but that's a perfect example. You know, when yeah. we're focusing, Serena, Serena put in the comments, where my mindset is what I'll become. Mm -hmm. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Mm -hmm. So our mindsets are so important, you yeah. know, in, in the outcome of our lives. It's not just, it's not just what we say, but, but honestly, what we're thinking we're actually saying it. Yeah. We're, we're saying it just in our minds, unless the enemy's planting a thought into us. Yeah. But, but what we're all constantly, I guess, I guess this is where the distinction is. Because the enemy can put a thought into your mind. Mm -hmm. That's where, where you know, the mindset on the flesh is death. The enemy can put a thought into our minds. But if we choose to continuously dwell on that thought, then it begins to do a, do mm -hmm. a work. You know, it begins to work. Yeah, one of the, one of the things that helped me so much with mm -hmm. this was um, something my dad told me. And I would like beat, what I was doing was I was getting in a cycle of like recognizing, oh, these are bad thoughts. And like, mm -hmm. I don't want to have bad thoughts. And I would like beat myself up for yeah. any, any bad thought that popped in my mind. I'm like, why yeah. is this popping up? It's me, I'm doing something wrong. That's why this bad thought is popping up. And I was like beating myself up for it. And I was yeah. getting into so much condemnation. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like everyone has. Yeah. And what he what he told me is you can't, he gave me the analogy of you can't um, stop the birds from flying over your mm -hmm. head. Like yeah. that's going to, birds are going to fly over your head. You can't mm -hmm. stop that. Yeah. But what you can stop is you can stop them from nesting in your hair. Yeah. And it's the same thing with thoughts. Mm -hmm. The devil's going to try to throw thoughts at you. That's yeah. just who he is. That's mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. But it's our choice. We can decide if we're going to grab a hold of those thoughts yeah. and keep thinking on them. And that made the world of difference because yeah. then I wasn't in condemnation like, 
a, a weird thought popped into my head. Did mm -hmm. Dang it, I messed up. Because yeah. it wasn't mine. Yeah. That was not my thought. But I didn't, what was good is I didn't grab a hold of it. Yeah. And so then it was gone mm -hmm. just like that. Yeah. It's you, a choice. You take the thought and then you and then you have to choose what to do with it. Yeah. Make it obey Christ. <laughs> See, th that's literally yeah. what God's saying, though. You know, like, I, I, there's life and death before you. Yeah. Choose life. So when those thoughts come in, you know, it's not like, oh, man, why am I thinking that way? I'm supposed to be redeemed and renewed. No, I am yeah. redeemed and renewed. So whatever that stupid thought is, like, it's not from me. It's not, you know, that's what yeah. kind of a little bit what Paul alludes to it in uh, Romans 7, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what I want to do, but there's this this part of me that doesn't want to, to do it, you know. And there's there's this war, and that's this is what he's talking about is, is the mindset on the flesh and the mindset on the spirit. You know, you got the flesh that doesn't want to serve God. You got the spirit that wants to serve God. And now I'm in this point where I need to make the choice, you know. Yeah. What am I going to set my mindset on? Um, because again, as a man, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Right. And um, and in, anytime we start talking about thinking, I always I always think back to uh, the science. This is a scientific term called neuroplasticity, mm -hmm. and I've talked about it on the broadcast before. But this is something that's really opened my mind up to it. You know, because when, when you when you look at um, people struggling with depression, which I was there. You know, uh, yeah. you, you 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 see people who struggle with depression. And, and what you hear a lot about is chemical imbalances and all these different yeah. things. You've probably heard that. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that. Um, and, and what what a lot, but where see in those chemical imbalances can become real, but um, they're not the source. Th this is where this right. is where I think it's gotten mixed up. Mm -hmm. When you have a bunch of people who are thinking the same thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. They're thinking the same thoughts. They're dwelling on the same thoughts. They're meditating on the same thoughts. What neuroplasticity is is it's your brain wiring thought, like the, based on what you think, your brain begins to wire these thoughts and these thoughts begin to wire into your brain and yeah. they alter your brain chemistry. Yeah. And so, and so that's where you see a lot of these people who think the same things have very similar brain chemistries, mm -hmm. you know? And, and it's called neuroplasticity. But here, here's, see, and this is the beauty of actually understanding these kinds of things. Because yeah. just as much as you can wire things in and it can mm -hmm. manipulate your brain chemistry, you can wire them out, wire in new thoughts, and yeah. that begins to change your brain chemistry and make it actually better. Yeah. Um, and, and so, and so that, but that's also where you see, um, uh, who is it? Uh... David Young E. Cho, in his book, The Fourth Dimension, he talks about this. Yeah. He talks about how neuroscientists came to him and said, did you know that the speech center of your brain actually uh, leads your whole body? So, like, mm -hmm. in your brain, what you're speaking out of your brain is actually leading the rest of your body. So if you begin yeah. to think, man, I'm just getting old, my body's falling apart, or if you begin to confess it, you know, I'm right. just getting old, falling apart, that's what begins to happen in your life. Right. And, and it goes all the way back to, as a man thinks in his heart, mm -hmm. so is he. That's why we have the confessions every day. Exactly. That's why that's yeah. a part of our daily broadcast, mm -hmm. because yeah. it's so important. Yeah. So, so all, all this that we're talking about, we're talking about how important it is 
to make sure your mind are, is set on the right things. Yeah. You know, to make sure that we're setting our minds on things above, not on things beneath. You know, uh, setting our minds, not dwelling on earthly, fleshly, well, all this stuff is going wrong. Why? You know, this is just how, right. you know. They, yeah. Um, but I'm going to set my mind on what does the Word of God say? Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say? What does, the, what does God say about my situation? What does God say about who I am? And I'm going to begin to meditate on those things. And that's mm-hmm. going to actually change everything. Yeah. It changes everything. It does. I think of like all the great things. Like everyone knows, like I really like space and stuff. Mm -hmm. You think of all the great things we've done and a lot of the people I don't think have been saved. So this is in the world without Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the people who achieved, like Neil Armstrong, all the scientists who got us to the moon, Mm -hmm. all the people who got us like to Mars and breaking outside of our, what was possible were not the people who were like, this is impossible. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. well, we can't do this. We're just stuck here. It's mm-hmm. the people who said that we're going to find a way, who wouldn't give up in their thinking. Yeah. They said, "There's, we can achieve what we put our minds to. Yeah. And yeah. they did. And that yeah. was their thinking. And those are mostly people, I believe, without <laughs> Jesus, without all the things that God has given us. Yeah, but That's they amazing. Were, but they were applying biblical principles. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, you even look at what's what's good. That whole mm-hmm. segment, you know, what are we doing? We're, we're making a news-type segment where yeah. we're focusing, we're giving you news, but we're focusing on what's good. You know, yeah. a yeah. lot of times, you like, you can watch all the news. I think, who was it, um, Brother Hagen or... Um, or Lester Summerall, one of them were talking yeah. about how there was a man, a, a woman brought her husband to him. And the, this husband, he was a Christian man, you know, he believed in God. But mm-hmm. but um, but when by the time he was coming, I, I think it was Brother Hagen, by the time he came to him, this man was shaking. He was in so much fear. He was in so much anxiety. He was overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, like, and he didn't know what to do. He's, he's like, I, I need to overcome this. And Brother Hagen said, well, what have you been doing over the past few weeks? You know, and I think yeah. this was... Whenever uh, a certain war started like breaking mm-hmm. out, and he said, "Well, what I did was I, I sit sat down in front of my television and I watched the news twenty four like twenty four seven, just following up on, on all that was going on in the war." And he said, "Well, that's your problem. <laughs> you yeah. know, that, that's your issue." What this yeah. man was doing was he was feeding his brain and he was feeding himself with all this all this fear, all this all this mm-hmm. anxiety, all this, what's going to happen? We're all going to die. What's going to, you know, yeah. all, all these different things. And you've actually seen this over the last year, you know, with yeah. with people who would just sit down and just follow the news. All these fear, 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 fear. And what they're doing is they're feeding their minds the these this fear. And mm-hmm. because of that, it's completely changing how they view life, how they view God, it ch- and it and it's changing their brain chemistries because they're filling all this stuff yeah. up in their mind. They're dwelling on this stuff. They're dwelling on the, all these fears, and yeah. this is why it's important for us to to be very, very intentional with with what we allow into our minds and what we choose to dwell on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where we get into Romans chapter eight. You know where. Yeah. Where Paul is is talking about how we're free, you know. Uh, Romans chapter seven is where Paul's talking about that that battle, but then mm-hmm. Romans chapter eight is where he's talking about now. But because at the very end of Romans chapter seven is where where Paul Paul highlights this battle between the flesh and the spirit. There's this flesh. There's this these two members at war within me, and then he goes on to say. 
what a wretched man that I am in the flesh. Who can save me from this, from this law of sin and death? And then he goes on and says, well, thanks be to God, the answer's in Christ. And then we jump into Romans chapter 8, yeah. where he says, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and then he, but then he starts, now he starts to unpack these two different laws, these two yeah. different mindsets, these two different ways of living. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and would you like to read uh, through that? You can go from uh, 2 to 6. From 2 to 6? Yeah. Okay. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, mm-hmm. sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and as an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh so that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us Mm -hmm. who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. That's important. That is huge. Mm -hmm. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who are according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. And then verse 6. And then verse 6. For the mind set on the flesh is death, yeah. but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. And, and that's where that choice comes. You yeah. Know, there's life, there's death, choose life. How do you choose yeah. life? Set your mind on the yeah. things of the spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to set my mind on the things of the flesh. I'm not going to set my mind on who I used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, Look, Serena said it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. You know, that's, yeah. that's a verse that, uh, that Pastor brings up quite a bit too. Yeah. It's, it's not always just the big thoughts. It's the, it, start, it always starts with a small little thought, you know. That's yeah. where the, the enemy tries. You know, um, it's, it's uh, the, the small thoughts um, that if we allow the small thoughts to, to, to creep in and to stay, that's, yeah. when, that's when everything think, begins to fall apart. I know uh, Philippians chapter 4, Paul talks a lot about, you know, thinking on the things that are that's, good. Is that what you're looking that at? That was what I was yeah. trying to find, yeah. yeah. Um, here, bring that up because we're, we're going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But, but Paul is saying right here, is he saying, if you, who, this life of sin and death, you know, is, is it is Song, Song, Song of Solomon 215? That's where the sm- that small where boxes. Song of Solomon, who'd have thunk? And it was a Song of Solomon verse. <laughs> I wouldn't have thunk that. Who'd have thunk? But, um, but it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. That, that, that's exactly right. It, and, and you look back at the garden, and, it, and it's that small thought that the enemy planted. Did God say you shouldn't eat any of the plants you know, mm-hmm. or any of the fruit of the garden? Obviously, yeah. he didn't say that, but, but yeah. it began as, as a small thought. And then, and, then she be, and then eventually she compromised all the way to where she led everyone into sin. Thanks. Eve. Well, a good a good point from that is that's why the Lord says, you say thanks, Eve. Yeah. Thanks, Eve. And that's why the Lord says meditate on my word day and night. Because yeah. had she had that, yeah. no, I know that I know that I know that I know this yeah. is what God said. Yeah. Um, nothing, even everything. It's like in the bank. They, there are so many false bills that they can't study. This is a fake. And I know that this is a fake. What they do is they study the one true dollar bill so that anytime they see a fake, it stands out like a sore thumb. That's why we have to meditate on his word day and night, meditate on what he says, because when the devil may try to bring a 
thought or like bring up a scripture that's half out of context or something. We know that's not what that says. Yeah. That's not what the Lord says about me. That's not what he says about this. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, you brought up Joshua 1.8. You mm -hmm. know, study this book of instruction. Let it never depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Yeah. Be careful to do all that is written in it. And then you will prosper and yeah. succeed in all that you do. Put a hand up in the comments if you would like to prosper and succeed in all that you do. How do you do that? Think about the word. Meditate on this word day and night. When, when we're meditating on this, when we're, when we're dwelling on mm -hmm. this, that's the mindset on the spirit that brings life. Uh, I, brought, I think I mentioned this before, how um, uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth said, light time or no time in the word, mm -hmm. miserable life guaranteed. Yep. Light time in the word, mostly miserable life guaranteed. But a heavy devotion to meditating yeah. on and ingesting the word of God is a successful life guaranteed. Yeah. If, you want, if you want a successful life, dwell and meditate on these things. What does the word say? What, what does the word say about my present circumstance? What does the yeah. word say about what's going on in the world around me? I'm just going to dwell on those things. I'm not going to dwell on what's going on at work and, you know, what this guy said about me and this person doesn't agree with my theology. Well, it doesn't matter. I just focus on the word, yeah. you know, and focus on what, what has God said about my life. I'm, gonna, mm -hmm. I'm just going to do who my God is. Man, if we, if we just focus more and just meditate on who God is towards me, mm -hmm. if, a sickness, if a sickness starts coming my way, oh, man, I'm just going to meditate on, on Jehovah Rapha. My yeah. healer, you know, yeah. is Rafa, yeah, Jehovah Rapha, mm -hmm. the Lord who heals, you know, my healer. I'm just going to meditate on what's, what does his word say about, about this, you know? Yeah. Oh, it says no plague can come near my home. Oh, his word says that he healed all my sicknesses and all my diseases. He bore it on himself. By his stripes I'm healed. You know, having this inside of you will help you whenever, the, whenever some circumstance starts coming up. My mind's right. already been thinking this way for so long. Now when the enemy tries to come at me from this direction, I've already been, I've already been meditating on this so much, it's not even going to phase me anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and it comes when I'm constantly, not just whenever the situation comes up, oh man, now I need to figure out what the word says. Um, what does the Bible say about this? No, I've already right. been meditating on it so much that when it, when it, when something comes, I'm already at peace, you know? That's like, it's, um, an analogy my dad gives with that is you don't wait until, this may not be his originally, but he says this is you don't wait until the battle to load your yeah. gun. You're not going to wait until, yeah. well, when something bad comes up, I'll find it in the word. Mm -hmm. No, you get ready. You prepare before yeah. bad may try to show up so that when it comes, you're already ready. You're yeah. in perfect peace of, no, this is what the Lord says. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And what does it say? Uh, he keeps them in perfect peace mm -hmm. whose minds are steadfast on him. Yeah. Where does it begin? Here, in the mind, that hurt. I shouldn't have done that so violently. But it begins in the mind. Yeah. He keeps them in perfect peace whose mind is steadfast on him. Yeah. So, guys, I want to encourage you. Keep your mind steadfast on him. Oh, but all these things are going on in the world around me. No, I'm going to focus on him. I'm going to keep my mind on what God said. I'm going to keep yeah. my mind on the goodness of God, on the love of God. Mm -hmm. You know, it, uh, he, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound Wow, these verses are just falling into place. I mean, look They're at but do you everywhere. See it? It's not just one place. Yeah. It's so important. He put it throughout the entire book. 
Yeah, so how do we combat a spirit of fear? By having the spirit that he gave us, which is power, love, and of a sound mind. Mm. God gives us a sound mind when we focus on him, you know, on his love, because perfect love casts out fear, right? Mm -hmm. so, so when I'm meditating on perfect love, when I have a fellowship with perfect love, when I, I'm steadfast yeah. in that perfect love, what am I going to fear? What am I going to worry about? Serena said, you don't wait till battle to load your, your weapon. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah. You know, she's, she's just quoting you. Um, but, you know, that's what we do. We, we want to make sure that our minds are always on him. Rejoice always. Pray yeah. without ceasing. In everything, yeah. give thanks. You know, th this, is our, this is our worship. This is how we war. This is God's will for uh, those who are in Christ Jesus. That's who, what we're to do. And where does that all begin? It begins up here. It does. Mm -hmm. Everything It, be it does. begins up there. And mm -hmm. so, so um, as we're wrapping up, I, I think um, it's good for us to really look at Philippians chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm way past Philippians chapter 4. You're already there. I've got it right here. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, mm -hmm. if there is any excellence and if anything is worthy of praise, yeah. dwell on these things. Mm -hmm. So, that's, yeah. that's exactly what we were talking about, about why we have what's good yeah. and stuff, is because that's what we're focusing on. We're yeah. focusing on the good. Yeah. It's, that's, that's literally what he's saying. Yeah. What is it? If it do, um, I, I've heard pastors say this. If it doesn't make you raise your hands and praise God, don't think about it. Yep. Don't, don't, don't dwell on it. And, and I, I, I'm telling you, though, because th that's, that's not always easy in the flesh. You know, yeah. like, ha has there ever been a situation where, like, I don't know, let's say, let's say something happened where someone attacked you or someone came against you or someone said something and it just bothered the junk out of you, right? Um, yeah. And, and your mind starts going there. Mm-hmm. Nope, let, we're not going there. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going there. Stop it. <laughs> you know, have you ever been in that where, oh, where your yeah. mind starts going, no, let's keep yep. that thought. No, God, I give this to you. God, I give this to you. You're like, have you ever been <laughs> yep. there? Um, yep. It, but, but literally, what? And I, I remember a Pastor actually brought brought up something where, um, where there was something that he said, God, I give it to you. And his mind kept going going there, you know. And mm -hmm. and he says, God, why 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 am I not? Um, I, I, you probably know the story more than me, um, because you've heard him say it more. But he's yeah. like. God, why, why am I still thinking that? Um, well, no, God told him, what have you been meditating on all day? He's like, that? He's like, you yep. shouldn't have been, you know. <laughs> if you had really given it you, to me. Yeah, you wouldn't be meditating on it all day. Yep. So, so here's the thing. True faith uh, or rest is the biblical evidence of faith. Yeah. If our minds are not at rest, then we need then we need to stop and step back and be like, okay, I need to actually set my mind on things above. Right. And that means... This thought that I'm trying not to dwell on, I need, I don't need to just say, hey, I'm not going to think on that. I need to replace mm -hmm. that thought. Yeah. That, that, that's where, where, where I've missed it is where mm -hmm. I'm, I'm starting to think about something and I try to just keep bringing it back, but I'm not replacing it with, some, with the word. You know, yeah. I'm not replacing it or combating it with something greater. And that's why he's saying, mm -hmm. that's why Paul is saying here, you know, whatever is good and uh, right, whatever is, is lovely and mm -hmm. of good repute, repute, uh, repute. 
rep yeah, repute. Uh, if it's excellent, if it's worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Yeah. Dwell on these things. He's not saying, oh, well, you know, dwell on whatever you, you want to, but, you know, just make sure you're, you're doing your best to put it out. No, he's saying yeah. you got to replace that thought. Yeah. you got to replace that thought with what is good and noble and praiseworthy and, and all those things. Mm -hmm. Or, here, here's a good way to do that. Put on some praise music and start dancing and just saying, thank you, God. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm, because here's, here's the, the problem. Um, doesn't... What does Jesus say? Um, uh, and Barrett said, repute means reputation. So whatever is of good reputation. Um, but what did Jesus say? He talked about whenever you cast a demon out and he goes, you know, he goes yeah. out. What does he do? He goes out through the highways and byways and stuff like that. And then he comes back and then he sees the vessel empty, swept and in order. That's, that's what it says. It's empty. What, what happened? They didn't replace it. They didn't change their thinking. They didn't change what was inside of them. Um, and what does he do? He comes back, knocks on the door, he checks in. Oh, wow, they didn't replace it with anything. Then he brings in his buddies, comes in, and then the, per the last state is worse than before. You know, mm -hmm. what, what happened with that person is when, when the bad thought or the, the, the demonic influence was cast out, that person didn't change their habits. They didn't change their thinking. They didn't change anything. They didn't fill themselves up with the spirit and the presence and the mm -hmm. life of God. And so when, the, when the, the devil came back, oh, they didn't change anything. Let me come back in. Yeah. And the person, they didn't have the stable foundation to actually resist it the second time. You know? Yeah. Be, because we see when we cast it out, when we cast that thought out, when we say, no, I'm not thinking this way, get out of here. And we don't replace it with what's good and noble and praiseworthy. That thought's going to come back. See, let, or let's look at it this way. We replace it with what's good, praiseworthy, noble and, and holy. And, and we're full of this. We're ready now for because our, our warfare is not carnal. So, yeah. so when, whenever the, that thought tries to come back in and knock on the door to our minds and try to come in, hey, let's start to think about it again. All of a sudden, since I've been dwelling on all these good things, no, my God's got it. I'm, get out of here, thought, and the thought, yeah. and the thought can't stand anymore. In the name yeah. of Jesus, you know, get out of here, you stupid, dumb thought. I'm not going to dwell on that. And yeah. because Why? Because I've filled myself with something that's good and noble and mm -hmm. praiseworthy. I've been dwelling on it and meditating on it so much that whenever the enemy comes, it's laughable now. Mm -hmm. It's not, oh no, the thought's back. Why is it back again? That, see, that's evidence that you haven't been filling yourself with good things. Yeah. You know? And, and, so, and so this is what Paul is talking about. He's talking about waging warfare, because right before that is when he says, be anxious for nothing. You know, yeah. rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. And then he goes into, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, that's the replacing, you mm -hmm. know? With thanksgiving, Make your request known to God, and that's when the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. The Bible's so good. It's great. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I'm just happy. The Lord it's, is good. It's awesome. It reminded me, what you were just saying reminded me of something that we had on the word, um, on the what's the word, I think like a year ago. Mm -hmm. It was an analogy of a jelly donut. Maybe that's why it stuck with me. I don't know. <laughs> But what you're full of, when the pressure comes down, will come out. So if you're full of, if, if we've been full of fear, and then the devil tries to press down on us, that's what's going to come out. Yeah. 
But if we've been filling ourselves up with the word, yeah. when the pressure comes down, the word is going to come out. The yeah. word of God is going to come out. His promises for us, what he says about us, mm -hmm. that's what's going to be coming out. What's yeah. going to be coming out. I don't know what I was planning on saying. But yeah. whatever you fill yourself up with, that's mm -hmm. what's going to come out. It's just like with yeah. physically eating. You know, if you eat junk food all the time, you're going to see it. That's what's going to yeah. come out. Um, yeah. But if you fill yourself up with the good fruits and vegetables and yeah. meat and stuff, you're going to be able to see the evidence. It's yeah. the same with the word. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It goes back to Joshua 1.8, you know, study mm -hmm. this book of instruction, meditate on it day and night. And, and here, here's the thing, you know, if you're getting, if you're in a, you might be in a position right now where you're being pressed and you're like, oh, the wrong jelly's coming out, sir. Like, <laughs> The, the wrong stuff's coming out. Here's the, here's the reality. Barrett's looking at me with like a weird face. I'm, I'm getting somewhere. It's holy. Okay. Um, but you're like, I'm, I'm being pressed and I don't know what to do because the wrong stuff keeps coming out. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Lift your hands and praise God. J j okay, I'm, bear with me for a second. What does it say in James chapter 1? <laughs> very, very quoted. The wrong jelly's coming out, sir. I love the um, sir that you added. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. The wrong jelly's coming out, sir. What, what does it say in James chapter 1? It says, Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. Why? Because it is the suffering of your faith that produces perseverance, and, and, um, and, or the testing of your faith that produces perseverance. Here's what's happening is when those impurities rise up to the top, now you have an opportunity to choose life and death. Oh, man, now there's something that's been exposed that was already in me to begin with because Jesus says, out of an abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, or what yeah. comes out of you is what's already in you. So now something's, something's risen up. And it's like, this isn't from God. Okay, praise God. Now he's putting this choice before me. Now, now that it's exposed, I have the choice. Now I can sift it out and throw it away. Because yeah. that's what the wor that word testing means. The impurities mm -hmm. are rising up when you test silver. Impurities rise up. You sift off the impurities. You cast it aside. And now, and now, I look, now, now the silversmith looks in and he sees his reflection in, in, in the silver. Yeah. And so, so if you're saying, man, I've been pressed on every side. That jelly that came out might not be the right jelly. Well, praise God. I'm going to take that jelly, cast it out, and now I'm just getting, going higher. I'm not going to... That's why... That's why Paul opened Romans chapter 8 with, There is therefore now no condemnation for those yeah. who are in Christ Jesus. Because yeah. you look further into Romans, Romans chapter 8, where you see in Romans chapter 8, um, verse 12, and this all is falling under, under that, that's the same reality of the mindset on the flesh is death, the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Mm -hmm. uh, let's look at verse 10. He says, If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. That's yeah. who you are. I am a spirit. I dwell in a body, and I have a soul, my mind, my will, my emotions. Yeah. So I am a righteous spirit if I'm in Christ. My flesh might try to lead me to death, but it's in my, my soul where I choose that life or death. He, and so he's saying that, that flesh uh, is dead, but my spirit is life. And, but then he goes yeah. on to say this um, in verse 10. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. Yeah. But if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So mm -hmm. then, brethren, so then, sir, we are under obligation. What are we under obligation? Not to the flesh, uh, to live according to the flesh. 
I'm going to skip forward. But, um, but to the spirit, if you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. See, this is what we're talking about. We're talking about, well, what if the flesh comes out in a moment? It's an opportunity to put it down. Yeah. And this is yeah. what it means to crucify the flesh. My flesh is coming up. I'm going to choose now because the choice is before me. Life and death. And if mm-hmm. I'm actively putting to death the deeds of the body, what does that mean? That means I'm actively trying to put this down. I'm actively choosing in my mind that flesh is rising up. No, I'm going to put it down and I'm going to choose life. Yeah. I'm going to choose godliness. I'm going to choose life in peace. I'm going to choose to, to meditate on what is good and noble and praiseworthy. I'm going to choose today to put this to death. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it to death. And as I make those choices, then, then you'll begin to see that I'm beginning to walk in the right direction. It's not necessarily about my position, but am I going higher? Yeah. You know, right. As I'm right. going higher, as I'm putting to death the deeds of the flesh, then I will begin to find myself in a position where, let's say, let's say my mind's been focusing on things and I've been really battling with depression. As mm-hmm. I choose to put that to death and as I choose to meditate on what is good and noble and praiseworthy, all of a sudden, Thing, these old thoughts begin to wire out. These new thoughts begin to wire in. And when the enemy tries to come at me with, with these depressive thoughts, all of a sudden, I have something in me. I have yeah. that spirit of Christ in me. And yeah. I can put it down before it even becomes an issue again. You know, yeah. where the same problems where five years ago, if this would have risen up in me, I would have crashed and burned and fallen apart. Now, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I can stand up and I have a strength that I haven't had before. It yeah. might not all... See, when we're talking about the mind, that's something that Romans 12, 2 says that... Um, here, let, let's just bring it up. Yeah. Sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, it's good. It's good. But uh, Romans 12, 2 tells us, uh, don't be conformed to this world, mm-hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when I'm saved, yeah. my spirit is renewed, but my mind... That, uh, that's when I begin that renewing process, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it, it's like people people will say, well, that's just a normal thought. Like, it's normal for, like, a mother to be scared for her children. It's or, for, in the world. Yeah. yeah, we are in this world, but yeah. we are not of this world. Yeah. We don't have the normal thoughts of this mm-hmm. world, and we have to know that. We can't yeah. just give in to, well, it's normal to be scared mm-hmm. of this or to have fear does God, has God called us to have fear? Has God called us to think on things of fear or things of hope, yeah. of good repute? Mm-hmm. It's the good repute that we're supposed to think about. <laughs> the good jelly. Think the about good, the good jelly. Yes. Put, it, put it in the comments. I'm going to think on the good jelly. Yeah. I'm going to think about the good jelly. <laughs> You don't have to put that in the comments. <laughs> you but can. You can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it brings joy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm so, thinking yeah. of it. Yeah. But, but again, you know, it's that choice. It's that choice. You know, yeah. um, you got your flesh that's, that's set on death. Then you yeah. got the spirit that's set on life. And, and it's the soul. That, that's where we choose. That's where we choose. Am I going mm-hmm. to choose life? Am I going to choose death? You know, because both are feeding it. 
We read that in Romans chapter 7. The flesh still wants uh, to to feed you fleshly thoughts. The spirit still wants to feed you you things of the spirit. And, you know, when we're just freshly born again, you know, that flesh might be louder than the spirit because we haven't been trained to think on on spiritual things. But that's where the renewing happens. That's where the renewing process happens. I'm going to begin to renew my mind. I'm going to begin to unwire those old thoughts that I've been thinking for my whole life, those those faithless thoughts, double-minded thoughts, those thoughts full of doubt, those thoughts of, you know, well, may, I don't know, you know, God works in mysterious ways. I don't know. He might want to heal me. He might not want to heal me. Or, or you know, he might want me to be struggling or he might want me to be, be poor or he might me, want me to be beaten up through life. No, I'm going to begin to unwire these things and wire in the thoughts of, man, my God is good. My God loves me. He has good plans for my life, plans for my welfare, not for my calamity, you know, plans to give me a future and a hope. You know, I'm going to begin to meditate on what is good and noble and praiseworthy and all these things. Pastor Nicole says walking in the world's normal gets worldly results, but I'm not going to get worldly results. I'm not going to think the way the world thinks. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to handle mental mental issues the way the world handles mental issues. I'm not going to think about things the way the world thinks about. I'm not going to worry about about, uh, worldly situations the way the world's worrying about it. I'm going to focus and keep my mind steadfast on my God and my King because because if, if I'm in the presence, if, if his spirit is with me, if he's in me, if God himself is right here with me, what do I have to worry about? What do I have? What, yeah. what wrong thing can someone do to me that it's going to cause me to, 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 unless I'm not dwelling on him. <laughs> that, that's the reality. Yeah. If I'm not in peace, my mind's not on him. Yeah. Uh, Amen. Because he keeps you in perfect peace when your mind is steadfast on him. Yeah. So I'm going to choose today, I'm going to choose today to keep my mind on what's good and pure, pure and praiseworthy and of good repute. repute. And, and what is that? God. That's God. Yeah. I'm going to think on him. The good jelly. I'm going to think on God. I'm going to meditate on God. I'm going to keep my mind fixated and focused on him yeah. because that's what Hebrews 12, 2 says. How do we run the race marked before us? By fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. Mm. Keeping focused on him. Is someone laughing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Someone I think say, they like the good jelly. Some, someone back there is fixing his eyes on Jesus right I'm now. I'm good. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. Right? When I keep my mind on him, I walk in joy. I don't walk in fear or anxiety. Mm -hmm. I walk in joy. Barry put in the comments, if I'm not in peace, my mind is not on him. Mm Because we already mentioned the biblical evidence of faith is rest. And actually look at this because because the Bible says anything that is not of faith is is sin. Mm -hmm. And the Bible also tells us that that without faith, it is impossible to please him. Now now look at this, uh, Romans chapter 8. Let's look at... Verse 8, mm-hmm. and those who are in the flesh, actually, I'm going to read verse 7 first, or I'll start at verse 6 because I want to. Um, For the mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace, because the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God. For it does not subject itself to the law of God, nor is it even able to do so. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Yeah. I said something that rhymed? Cool. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So, so here's the reality that we're talking about. The mindset mm-hmm. on the flesh is doubt, and it does, cannot please God. Yeah. 
The mindset on the spirit is life and peace, and it pleases God. And I don't know about you. I want to please God. Mm -hmm. I want to please God. How do I please God? I keep my mind on him. That, that pleases God. I keep my mind on him, and, and that's something that pleases him. That's his will for me to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. That's me keeping my mind on what's praiseworthy. My God. And if that makes him, if that pleases him, mm -hmm. how good, how much effect is that going to have on our lives? Yeah, and why, what other reason than to do it? Yeah. If it, man, if this pleases my God, I don't want to dwell on other things. Yeah. If I, I want nothing more than to please my God. I want nothing yeah. more than to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I want nothing more than to just hear God say, man, I'm pleased with you. I'm yeah. pleased with you. I remember one time I was driving down the, down the road because w one thing that I would do often is uh, when I would get overwhelmed and just, just, you know, just overwhelmed, yeah. pressed on all these sides, you know, um, I would get in my car, I would drive, and I would put on praise music, and I would just yeah. sing it. I would just sing praise to God. Uh, my flesh didn't feel like doing it. My flesh actually, I, I was actually, my flesh was crying while my spirit was praising. Like, I was, it was weird. No, praise God. Uh, my flesh didn't, but, but I was choosing. I was choosing. I'm going to set my mind on him. Yeah. And as I was doing it, I remember this distinctly. I was singing a song. I, I was I was passionate, and my voice just cracked, and it was horrible. <laughs> and I, I just stopped. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry, Lord. But, but, then, but then he just spoke so gently to my spirit. He said, that was actually beautiful to me. Why? Because yeah. I, was, I was choosing to, put my, to please him. And, and yeah. even though it sounded horrible, it, he saw the heart behind that horrible, horrible note. And he said, that was actually pleasing to me. Yeah. And, oh, I'm telling you, I began bawling like a baby. Yeah. But it, but it was different. It wasn't like s sad yes. crying. Yeah. It was just, man, I, I just felt the love of God just rush into that car. Yeah. And, and, it, just, and, it, and it, it just changed everything. I, like, I, all of a sudden, all the things that were overwhelming me just yeah. switched. And all of a sudden, I was just overwhelmed by the love of God. And, and, and everything changed. Like, mm -hmm. I forget what I was even worried about now. All I remember, though, is the peace of God that flooded in, you know? Right. And, and, and here's the thing. When, when we begin to choose this, I can't tell you how many times I've been overwhelmed, chose to worship. And all I remember from that situation, I don't even remember what overwhelmed me. All yeah. I remember is the peace that came whenever I began to change my focus and, and, right. and set my mind on the Spirit. Yep. Me, I was, me too. I was I was literally at a place um, not too long ago where I was like, this feels weird. I feel like in a rut, yeah. and I just can't get out. Yeah. And my parents were talking to me about this, about taking control of my thoughts mm -hmm. and what it felt so hard. I'm like, well, this is the problem. What do you mean not thinking about the problem? Mm -hmm. How am I? That's not trying. Like, if I don't think about it, then I'm not trying to fix it is what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Focus on things worthy of praise. Yeah. And it sounded so hard. And, then it, yeah. and it took me a long time to do it. Yeah. But as soon as I started doing it, a lot of it started just in the car, just turning on praise music and starting yeah. to worship and mm -hmm. praise yeah. with that. Just praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. It shifted like that. I don't even remember all the things that were like yeah. the issues because mm -hmm. what was the only thing that mattered was Jesus. Yeah. When you have... A father as big as God is, mm -hmm. 
He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of the universe. How big are our problems? Yeah. They're they're nothing. It's true. They're they're nothing, and when we start focusing on Him, we realize how big He is and how yeah. small our problems are, and they just. <laughs> They went away. They were nothing. Yeah. And it was easy. Yeah. Well, it just made me think of turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You know, like, yeah. I'm just going to fix my eyes on him. Yeah. And all the issues and problems, where do they go? They just disappear. Why? Because he's so good. He's so big. He's so big. Yeah. You know, he, he's so big and mighty. And, and here's, a, here's, a, here's a key. When you take your issues and problems to God, mm-hmm. the Bible says with thanksgiving. The Bible doesn't say with, with complaining, God, this is so big, this is so crazy. Here's, here's a, I, I forget who I heard say this, but if you come out of your prayer time feeling worse than going in, you didn't pray right. Yeah. You hear that. If you come out of your time of prayer feeling worse than you did coming in, then you didn't do it right. You didn't actually give God anything. You probably just complained for 15 minutes and then just walked out and you're like, why don't I feel any better? No. The Bible says with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And then the peace of God that transcends all understandings will guard your hearts and minds of Christ Jesus. So guys, we want to encourage you. Uh, you know, as you set your mind on things noble and praiseworthy and of good repute, as you put your, your mind on those things, everything begins to change. See, yeah. your, your brain chemistry begins to change. You, you actually get a new light in you. People will begin to look at you and say, man, you're different. What yeah. happened to you? You know, yeah. you know, as you begin to, to change your focus and change your mind, you begin to change because as you think, that's what you become. So as you're thinking on godly things, you become more like God. So, yeah. so that's what we're talking about today. The mindset on the spirit is life. It brings life. It brings peace. Just as Hannah said, making the choice to praise God brings peace. Yeah. So I put my, I set my mind. I choose today. Put it in the comments. I choose today to set my mind on God. I choose today to set my mind on peace. I yeah. choose today to set my mind on life. I'm not going to set my mind on the flesh. I'm not going to set my mind on what I'm feeling. Oh, but I just feel so, so tired. I feel so weak. I feel so, so overwhelmed. No, I'm going to choose today to, put, to set my mind on God. Yeah. And when I do that, he'll work it out. Yeah. He'll work it out. God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Yeah. Let's just say, let's just say, you know, in the context of what we've been talking about, God works all things together for the good of those who set their minds on Him and trust Him and love Him and meditate on Him. Man, yeah. this, this has been good. It is life changing. Like I yeah. can say, like from personal experience, mm-hmm. it's, and I haven't even done it right yeah. all the time. Like I haven't done it perfect, but just. Yeah, just keep going higher yeah. and higher. Yeah. Um, it's changed everything. Yeah, it's continuously making that decision that mm-hmm. you just you, you, like honestly, like a week from now, you might be you might be here and you might be thinking, man, I, the, the enemy is still trying to work at these thoughts. But just keep, just keep making those decisions. I choose life today. I choose yeah. life today. I choose life today. I choose life today. And then eventually you'll see, you'll look back and you'll say, man, where, where I am now is completely different than where I used to be. It's just taking yeah. that step, taking yeah. those steps. 
And so just by putting that in the comment, that comment, just saying, I, today I choose life. Today yeah. I choose God. Today, today I choose to meditate on him. That's, that's taking another step in the right direction. And I'm telling you, you know, we're going to pray for you in just mm -hmm. a second. But I'm telling you, making those decisions will change everything. It'll yeah. change everything, and you'll never, your life will never be the same mm -mm. in Jesus' name. So uh, do you want to pray for them, and then, and then uh, we'll hand it off to Barrett to do the, the offering portion of it? Yeah. Would you yeah. like to pray for sure. everyone? Lord, thank you for this word that you've given us today. Thank you for the promises that you have made to us, that when we just focus on you, when we focus on the good You've got it handled, Lord. You have blessed us so much. You've made it so easy, down to a choice. And thank you that you've told us which choice to pick. Choose life. And thank you that this word, thank you that it changes all of our lives. Thank you that we focus on you. We focus on your word. Focus on your good, Lord. Thank you that this word manifests itself in everyone's life. Lord, thank you that they can't help but go up yes. when they focus on you, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And if you're watching today, and you, and again, I know you, many of you put in the comments, but I want you to pray this prayer, this dedication prayer with yeah. us, this choice and a commitment to, to choose life. I want, yeah. you to, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Just say, Dear Jesus, Dear today... Jesus. Today, I make you the Lord of my life. I make you the Lord. Of you my life. call the shots. You call the shots. And I will obey. And I will obey. I believe. I believe that you died for me. That you died for me. And my mistakes. And my mistakes. And I believe. And I believe that you rose again. That you rose again to give me life. To give me life. I choose life today. I choose life today. 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 I choose life. I choose life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, if you prayed that prayer for the first time today, reach out to us. Just let us know. If that prayer just if that prayer was something that you just recognized, I needed to pray that. Let us know. Just let us know. We, we, but we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, the rest of this week, Pastor's going to be going into some more stinking thinking. And, yeah. and let's be real for a minute. Because if you followed any of this series... <laughs> you probably recognize that you, yeah. that some of your mindset has been more fleshly than you realize, and that's yeah. been exposed in me. You know, yeah. you might even be thinking, how do I know if my mindset on the flesh? Uh, oh, watch the rest of this week. Yeah. Make sure you join us tomorrow. But yeah. Barrett's going to give you some more information about that, but I just wanted to encourage you. Make sure you join us tomorrow because this is how we're mm -hmm. exposing what's life and what's death, what's yeah. flesh, what's God. And so I want to encourage you to join us. But, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been awesome. It has. It, has, it really has been awesome. But now we're going to be handing it over to Barrett. To me. Thanks for being on today, guys. We appreciate you so much. And what we want to make sure that we give you opportunity to do before we hop off of the broadcast is we want to give you opportunity to sow. You know, we say this quite often here, but this broadcast is free for you. It's our gift to you. We don't expect anything from any of our viewers except their obedience to the word and to the Lord. So 
The word tells us that you don't muzzle the ox. The word tells us that because God so loved, he gave. Well, what we want to give you the ability to do is to partner with the anointing that's on this ministry, partner with the Lord himself by giving you opportunity to sow. It's very easy. We have a whole bunch of different ways. You can see them scrolling down on the bottom. You can do Facebook, Bitcoin, you know, all the different things. But the reason that we do this is not to get from you. It's so that we can get something to you. God desires partnership in the kingdom so that way he can get every bit of his goodness to you. So as you are sowing today, you know, you're not just sowing into a broadcast. So, I mean, there is stuff that goes into the broadcast. There's equipment, there's lights, there's people being here, all the stuff that we do to make it happen. However, it's not us that you're sowing into, it's the Lord himself. And when you're sowing into the Lord himself, you can expect that God and God Almighty is going to be blessing you back. You can't outgive God. You can never, ever, ever outgive God. He's too big. He's too good. He's too awesome. And so when you sow today, expect to receive, not just from him, but with the anointing that was on today's broadcast. If you want to cement the fact that you just prayed a deliverance prayer. You just prayed for your mind to be set on the flesh and you want to show the Lord God, I'm partnering with you and your ways. Then sowing is one of the easiest ways to show God, I'm worshiping you. I'm worshiping your ways. I'm worshiping your word. I will be obedient. No longer will the things of this world have a hold on me. I have a hold on you. The things of the world can't have a hold on me because I have a hold on you. My stuff is your stuff. My seed is your seed. My money is your money. Do what you want. I trust you. And when we renew our mind, exactly what Buddy and Abby were just talking about, when we set our mind on the fact that our God is so big and so good that when we sow into him, he, he gives us back so much more. All of a sudden, this time of the broadcast no longer becomes, you know, that, that thing that you have to watch before you get to the end. It becomes an opportunity to show God, God, I trust you. I worship you. I give you myself. Now have your way. And so that's why we open it up to you. If you want to sow, you are more than welcome to. We are excited for you. Every person sowing, whether you're sowing now, whether you're sowing in the future, we are excited because we know that God is sending good things to you now as you sow. So I'm going to pray over the seed. We're going to wrap up and call it good. Father, thank you. Thank you for each person sowing. Thank you for the lives that they represent, for the livelihoods that they represent. You are awesome. You are mighty. You are the God of the harvest. Lord, some may plant, some may water, but it's you that brings the increase. You're bringing the increase on this seed today. You're bringing the increase into their lives today because that's who you are and it's what you do. You are the God of increase. You are the God of multiplication. And you're the God whose word cannot lie. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Lord, we just call these seeds blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over. May they return back to the sower. Lord, may it happen quickly and supernaturally. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
Thanks for being on today. We're going to be back tomorrow at 1130 here on Lunch Plus. We love you. We are believing God for mighty supernatural things to happen in your life. And we'll see you back tomorrow at 1130.